Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start it. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team. All right, welcome back to the show. Chris Gordy here with you, and always good to catch up with a former LSU Tiger. Michael Brockers jumping in with us now. Michael, what's going on, man? How are you? What's good? What's good? How are you? Hey, doing well, man. Uh, Michael, I want to go back uh, to where it all started. You were a four-star defensive end out of Chavez High School in Houston. You had offers from a lot of schools in Texas. What made you pick LSU back then? Um, I think, you know, the biggest thing was the Big 12 uh, Big Twelve versus SEC. Um, you know, I, I knew, you know, the, the Big 12 was ran by offense and the defense, and, you know, you, you almost didn't even think they were there. So uh, the SEC just, you know, it was, it was mainly all defense, especially when I was uh, growing up watching it. So, um, and they always had first rounders coming out of, you know, LSU, Bama, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, that was that was pretty much the biggest reasons why uh, why I chose. You know, I just knew I could, um, you know, be you know be successful if if, if I went, uh, be more successful if I went to, to SEC school. Was in it- my mind, my own opinion. Was it watching? I mean, I guess you, when you were growing up, you were watching the likes of what Tyson Jackson and and uh, Glenn Dorsey and those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, Saban when Saban was at LSU and they were you know beating everybody and you know, I mean, that was just the, the, the good old days. <laughs> Did you have the uh, the in home visit with Les Miles and what was that like? Uh, yeah, I, I yeah I did. He actually came to my high school. He actually came to Chavez. And uh, sat down and ate lunch with me, and you know, um, I, I didn't get as much attention as I thought because not a lot of people knew, um, you know, who he was at my school. But you know, after um, after we sat down, we talked, and and I don't know if he if he knew I was already sold on LSU, but um, you know, just having them sit there in my high school, inner city, inner city Houston, coming all the way to Chavez, I appreciated that. So you know, for me. Uh, that kind of won me over. <laughs> Talking with Michael Brockers, that was a pretty special recruiting class with guys like Russell Shepard, Reuben Randall, Kevin Minter, Sam Montgomery, Kiki Mingo. But how about this? Benny Logan and Morris Claiborne, both three stars in that class, and both those guys still playing in the NFL. That was a pretty special group you guys brought in. Yeah, that was, those were my roommates my first year, man. I don't know. That's a special. <laughs> that was a special room uh, uh, we had at the Dorans, man. All three of us were roommates, and we still, uh, you know, kicking strong in the league right now. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of us. What do you remember as your, your best game at LSU? Just look at the numbers-wise. I mean, you had six solo tackles in the SEC championship game against Georgia, but is there one game that you look back at and go, yeah, that was my best game? Um, man, I don't know, bro. Like that's that's so far. That's so long ago. Uh, I don't. I, I can't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you. Probably, yeah. Probably the SEC. Probably the SEC championship. Um, 
would probably be my best game, yeah. And everybody forgets how good the defense played because it was Tyron Matthew who grabbed all the highlights that night. I mean, the right? Guys. You know, they don't ever show the <laughs> always showing his punt returns, but yeah. no, we we yeah. Talking with uh, Michael Brockers, uh, Mike, the game that still haunts us all, January 9th, twenty twelve. Uh, I mean, you were there. You played. What, what went wrong that night? I mean, we're we're all still Man. scratching our heads seven years later. You know. Yeah, I I, I, I can't tell you. Uh, <laughs> just being in the game, it was kind of just it was moving so fast. All of a sudden, you know, it was the fourth quarter. I was like, geez, like you know. <laughs> um, I can't even tell you, man. It's just you know, Alabama came into play that that day. Um, we still, we still, if we have a, we had Mark Barron for a couple of years, and we still used to go at it all the time about that game. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm not sure, man. They just came to play and uh, they beat us. It, it's crazy though, looking back on it, because that season. I mean, w- went down as one of the most special regular seasons in as- in LSU history. I mean, from the just game after game after game, beating ranked opponents, but beating the hell out of them. I mean, you guys blew out yeah. all these good teams. It was just such a special regular season, and yeah, it's kind of got the 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 bad taste in our mouths with how it ended. But I don't think that should take away from the regular season and the SEC championship and what you guys did that year. One of the best teams in, in LSU history. Oh man, that's 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 crazy that you say that, man. And I was a part of that. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I just remember. You know, if I if I'm being honest, man, I just remember everything that Tyron did as well. <laughs> all the fumble, all the the cause fumbles and picks, and all the crazy crazy hype we had over the season, and you know, playing Oregon that year. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy. Season. Yeah, I'll never forget playing Oregon. In, what was it, Dallas? And LaMichael James, they had talked all this trash about the speed of Oregon and all this. And I mean, you guys are bringing down my uh, my uh, the Michael James in the backfield. I just remember Sam slapping the turf like he was so fired up, and I was like, "All right, nothing, nobody stopping this D line." Nah, <laughs> not not at all. Especially you know how how hard we worked at all. All season, you know, just getting prepared for them, you know, because everybody hyped them up. Oh, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna outpace you. They're gonna have you, yeah, you know, y'all tired and stuff like that. And we worked our butt off that off season, so uh, we we knew we were gonna be prepared. And uh, so we went out there, and you know, to see how fast we 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 were out there. And um, I think it was a shock to everybody. They didn't expect that. And shout out to Tyron getting uh, forty-two million dollars from the Chiefs. Not bad. He's still a pretty good football player. I'm telling you. I'm (laughs) telling you. He's doing his thing, man. (laughs) Talk with Michael Brockers. So you got drafted by the Rams, 2012. Went through some tough seasons there. What were those first Mm -hmm. few few years like at St. Louis? And then when you guys hear the news, hey, this franchise is going to be moving out to Los Angeles. I mean, you had to start getting a little. It had to be stressful to think about moving your family and finding a home and all that out in Los Angeles. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, like, I, uh, you know, I, I didn't think we could move that fast. You know, for me, I was thinking like, man, you know, it might take three or four years to, you know, to get all that stuff, you know, written up and, you know, legally moved. And I was like, there's no way. So we came, we come in, we're in Houston and, you know, we hear the news, man, you know, the, the Rams are moving to LA. And I'm like, there's no way. Like, how, you know, how can he do that? You know? Um, and but you know I was like man we have to go back and go pack up the house and um, get stuff moved out but you know the team did a great job helping us out and um, with 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 a moving company and so they they kind of they tried to make it um, as smooth as possible um, but definitely it was a little stress on us.
So you spent your first couple years there with the Rams, and then in 2014, 13th pick overall, they take this freak athlete out of pit by the name of Aaron Donald. What has it been like seeing that guy playing alongside of him and seeing him develop these last couple years into probably the best defensive lineman in all of football? Right. At, at first I was like, man, you know, because I'm watching the draft and I'm like, you know, watching who, who they who they think, you know, going to go top and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, I like defensive line play. So I end up, you know, taking a peek at his highlight tape and I was like 14 minutes I'm like, hey, it's a bunch of slow-mos in this thing. Like, what's going on, you know? And like, I watch it, and I'm like, no, this is 14 minutes of destruction each play. Like, there's no slow-mos, no nothing. It's just him dominating each and every game he played. And I'm like, oh, wow. So I hope we don't get this dude, you know? Like, <laughs> um, And then all of a sudden, he's getting he got picked. I was like, what is going on? This dude is a monster. Um, and just being around him, being around him, I mean, I, lo- I love being around him, you know, just how much he pushes us. Um, you know, and I, and I was telling my wife the other day, I was like, man, that, that mindset of being great and just, you know, striving for greatness, not even like, uh, like, yeah, he loves to win and stuff like that, but just that greatness, uh, like Kobe and Mike, you know, and, and Jordan, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's almost like they're insane. You know, it's like, yeah. there's no way you do all this extra work and do all this stuff and you know for what why you put your body through this we all you know we already worked out we did what we had to do why do we have to do more and it's you know that 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 mindset that he has I I love that about him and I try to um you know try to you know take a little bit of that and and put it into my game as well so there's uh, a guy by the name of Wade uh, of Wade who uh Wade Phillips who has been around a long time and been a great defensive coordinator your numbers these last two years and that system have gone up. I mean, two seasons ago you had you know four and a half sacks, but the tackles have gone up fifty five and you know two years ago and fifty four this past year. Uh, what's changed with Wade taking over that system? Um, I think he's just letting you know allowing everybody to 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 play they to play the way um, they want to play. Um, in you know in the scheme of his defense as well. Uh, you know, obviously, but um, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't. You know, put a lot of stress on you. Um, he just expects you to 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 know what what your job is, know where you're supposed to be, and and do your job at, at the best of your ability, man. I think, um, you know, him leading us like that, and you know, not try to make us robots or whatever. I just think I I think that that you know brings a lot out of us, you know. And if we want to switch some things up um, internally within the defense or stuff, we 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 talk about on the field. He doesn't mind that as long as it doesn't, you know, mess up the structure of the defense. So I think I, we, you know, we as players appreciate him for, for allowing us to to be us and and not changing the way we play, um, you know, to to fit his defense. He kind of fits his defense around, you know, what what we can do. Talk with Michael Brockers. So Mike, elephant in the room. I mentioned I'm an LSU guy. I'm also a Saints fan, and uh, you guys. Oh wow! <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> the regular season last year, you guys came to the dome. The the the, the Saints were successful, and then the mm-hmm. NFC Championship game. Take me back to the to the to the title game. Was that the loudest you've ever heard the Superdome? I mean, that's the loudest. There? That's the loudest I've ever heard. <laughs> I played at Bama. I played at LSU. I played at a, a, a lot of you know stadiums that that hold a hundred thousand, and you know the, they're supposed to be the loudest. But you know that game was the loudest game I've ever heard. It was it was 
like it was numbing the way you know how how loud people got in. It was almost kind of skeptical because you know when you know when the offense was on the field, you know after the play would the play would uh, get played out or whatever the offense would play you know run a ball or whatever to get quiet. And then as soon as like the play clock started, it'd get loud again. I'm like, man, these fans are pretty trained, aren't they? You know, <laughs> to be in unison like that. Uh, um, but yeah, that was that was the loudest stadium I've you know atmosphere I've been a part of. Uh, obviously, the the moment everybody wants to point to. Um, you know, were you on the sideline? Were you guys going? Hey, good no call there on the no pass interference, or what were you guys thinking? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I was, yeah, I was saying good no call, man. Like, they letting us play out here, you know. And and in games like that, the refs, you know, the refs typically try to stay out of the game, you know. So, um, or you know, something goes down, maybe you know they didn't call one thing, you know, for us, you know, or for the Saints or whatever. They ain't go call nothing for us. So I think that's kind of what what came to play on that. Um. But you know, I thought I thought it was a good no call, man. <laughs> the only thing I say on that, Mike, is as much as we want to complain about that as Saints fans, we Saints had a chance to get a stop and we couldn't get a stop. And you guys go down and Zerline kicks the field goal. So you know, if, if they got the stop defensively, then okay, then it's over. But you know, right. Saints had their chances. Put it that way. So I, I, right, right, I, right, see, right. I see from that side. Last thing for you, Mike. Um, you guys do get to the Super Bowl. Obviously, it didn't go your way. So many people never get to a championship in, in college or the NFL. You've played in one in both and been on the wrong side in both of them. Does that just make you hungrier as a player to, man, i got to work a little bit harder and, and, and put in a little bit more so that we can get back there and be and finally be a champion? Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, after, um, you, know, um, lo- you know, losing in the Super Bowl this year, you know, you kind of have that, 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 drive and that internal fire in you like man i you know if i know what it takes it you know i know what it takes to get there and um you know i know what it takes to kind of what or what it needs you know what it needs to to get over that little hump you know as far as winning the game so um definitely you know that losing that game like that and being in um being in february you know you kind of just don't you don't even take any any days off you know i think i took off maybe you know four or five days after the Super Bowl and was, you know, back in the, you know, weight room and, 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 and grinding. So, um, yeah, it does. You know, after you lose a game like that and you, you kind of feel it, you're so close um, and you know what it takes throughout the whole season and, you know, playing through adversity and stuff like that. Yeah, it does drive you a little bit more um, when, when you lose a game and just to get out there and know um, that you possibly have a chance to, to, to get out there again. So, you know, give it your all to, to win a game this time. Well, awesome, Mike. It was good to catch up, man. And uh, hey, here's hoping that uh, the Tigers looking pretty good this year. They're loaded. Maybe they know, can. Right? Maybe they I can know, get right? back to a championship. And hey, maybe we'll see you on the sidelines at one of the games. All right, for sure, for sure. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. I pre- appreciate the time. All right, thanks for having me. All right, man. Michael Brockers there joining us here on uh, Sports 1280 New Orleans. Good to catch up with him, a former LSU Tiger, doing his thing in the NFL, albeit for the wrong team. Ugh. He and all his Rams defensive linemen taking care of the Saints, keeping them from another Super Bowl. Ugh. It'll it'll haunt our dreams for years to come. It's Chris Gordy show rolling on here. We'll be back right after this. Stay there. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.